Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Morningstar. I haven't looked at my reflection in a week and a half. How are you doing, Ben? I'm doing great, buddy. Uh, No song today? You know what? I can give you a song, actually. Well, I would like a song because now I'm so used to be serenaded. You know what? Actually, this is perfect. Okay, because I could always go for a little song. I know the audience would like to hear a song as they hang out at home staring at their chicken pot pie, the same chicken pot pie that they've been nibbling on for two consecutive days because they are on a diet. Here we go. Here we go. Who is this? This is is what we need to take us out of our doldrums here. Okay, I'm looking at celebrities that shouldn't be talking, but here we go. What do we got? Okay, that's Gal Gadot. That's Kristen Wiig here. What are they trying to do? No hell. This is a nightmare. Above us on what is going on? This is here? a series Imagine of celebrities that certainly have been tested for COVID nineteen. Uh huh. And what are? <laughs> it is okay. Jimmy, I've had enough of this. Jimmy. <laughs> Nothing you say you've had enough, Ben, but there we have weeks and months left of this. Who is, is, is oh, this is people doing quarantine stuff? These are all celebrities, Ben. No, so, but they're also people, right? Well, I mean, that depends on your definition of people. Well, they're all very rich. They're putting their... Okay, I can't handle that anymore. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay, well, there was just a bunch of celebrities singing the song of a man who abused his family, John Lennon. A beautiful song, though. And, you know, the thing about John Lennon, imagine if he didn't beat up his entire family. Uh, they have the wealth of the people. I'm looking at Amy Adams' wealth right now. $75 million, good for her. $75 million bucks, good for her. Yeah, and great call using a song that basically describes a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Hey, man. Imagine there are no people. Whatever. Thank God for Facebook video, for Instagram video, because how else would I hear wonderful concerts? Like the one that the dude that I'm blanking on his name now, but he's in a band. Maybe you've heard about. Maybe you've heard about it. It is. It ain't warm, boring. It's called Coldplay, my friend. Oh, Hello, yes. Chris Martin. Watch out, Chris Martin, giving a great performance on Instagram. And I'm sure so many. You know, when I think about the coronavirus and how it's affecting all of our lives, and I say, my God, uh, yeah, medicine's fine. <sighs> Whatever. Uh, sure, maybe we need more surgical masks. Not Doctors might need more gloves. We need more testing kits. But what about a performance from Bananarama on Instagram? We also need that powerful stuff. Um, anyway, we have a lot of stuff to get to. In the midst of the coronavirus, the DNC, this is like a sentence that is so indicative of American politics and of government doublespeak. We had three primaries this past Tuesday, Arizona, Illinois, and Florida. Literally, the national dialogue is stay inside. And then in these states, the dialogue locally is, but get out to vote. So you can imagine the confusion in the minds of the American people when a local government, when state governments tell you to stay inside, but don't forget to vote. It's a little bit what I'm going to call confusing and within that confusion rose oh my god just someone that we never never ever thought could do it 
But it seems as if after the latest three primaries, Joe Biden is the presumptive Democratic nominee. And Travis, I know you were you were dreaming of this day for a long time. Look, everything you were dreaming. You said, I want (laughs) Uncle Joe. I want him to smell my hair at the Rose Garden. I want to be the flower. I want him to be the bull smelling my hair until he smiles and world peace can be created. Everything is upside down. People are driving in driveways and parking are in parkways. I'm not going to allow that. We have to edit that out. I mean, don't edit it out because you have to live with that. But if if you want to say that, you can say that. Pigs are now flying, but Mm -hmm. with bat wings. And Trump is now seemingly leaning left on his fiscal policy in in attempting to give fiscal stimulus to people with like cash with actual checks being sent to people the whole world is upside down and now joe biden is now the i think the undeniable front runner for for nominee he is the nominee for yeah mathematically it looks as if uh the the writing is on the wall for joe biden in florida he got uh over a million votes uh, Bernie Sanders just getting in uh, under 400,000 with 396,000 uh, votes. The total percent there, 61 uh, to 22 percent. The reason I'm highlighting uh, Florida more than Arizona. Arizona, perhaps a little bit more purpley, but consistently red in many ways. And then Illinois, of course, going blue. So Florida, that is really the state that matters the most or matters if not the most, it's in the top five of the states that you want to win. Every single person that is campaigning nationally, everyone that has ever campaigned nationally, uh, specifically targets Florida as a must win if they want to get their candidate into that beautiful oval office. I also want to talk about a small sort of a gossipy story when it comes to Florida a little you're, bit later on. You're great on. At, at the gossip, the, well, the with, rumor mill. With Gillum. Gil- oh, that's right. Yes, of course. Gillum, former uh, Democratic governor now, was candidate that confirmed. I feel like there was some. Oh yeah, that's uh, definitely that's, confirmed. That's hundred percent. Okay, I, I. Well, you know, you w- dabble into the crystal methamphetamines. Next thing you know, one of your friends may die. Be very careful out there, people. Do not trust any of these drugs that you get in a little bag because you never know how much fentanyl well, ben, is being put in there. Speaking of the the, the primaries that just happened, yes. right before those, we had the last debate between biden and bernie did you watch that i did watch the debate they stood six feet apart from each other very very responsible i actually had a chance to watch that debate in orlando florida i want to thank everyone who came out to the orlando improv it was a powerful night of magic and politics and then we went to a bar after the uh after the performance and i want to thank everyone for the questions we do a q a after i show my documentary and that really is the entire show and uh it's uh it's powerful and uh, as i just said and it's fun and we get and it's very informative so we went to a bar after that and we watched that all together um and it's definitely uh yeah man it's definitely well, two old dudes. It it signaled it signaled to me that you know what it doesn't matter. Like whatever Bernie could have done in this debate, it wouldn't have mattered anyway because he because Biden no. was just straight up lying the entire time, and he had no no pushback from moderators, and he had no pushback from Bernie himself. Whenever whenever Biden would lie about his uh, Iraq War vote or the well, the the. the uh, his ties to the that, credit uh, industry, he would just sim- simply lie about those things. And, no, you know, there used to be a time right. when the moderators would actually sort of fact check in real time and, and allow and wouldn't allow mm. people to lie. I think that was back in uh, like the 2012 Debates. Yeah, but that's also very controversial because they're just supposed to be there asking questions and the American people are supposed to be smart enough to fact check these people or... The person that they're debating on stage, yes, well, which is something that Bernie could have done better, Bernie, specifically Ber- with the banking yes, uh, I, ties. But the one thing that Biden did not lie about that I think Bernie actually won on was, of course, the Iraq war vote, because Biden simply said, I believed the wrong guy. And I'm like, yeah, bro, that's sort of your job if you were president to believe the right guy and the fact that you believed Rumsfeld, the fact that you believed Ashcroft, the fact you believed Cheney, 
the fact you believed uh, Colin Powell, who was maybe the Oliver North of the entire situation. I think definitely uh, it was a black eye on his entire career, uh, the Iraq War vote. And of course, he didn't vote, but he was uh, front and center when it came to convincing uh, members of, was of the House and champion. Senate to vote. Huge champion. Yeah, of, which of the was Iraq War. Really a, a, a decision that I'm fairly certain uh, he also regrets. But the thing that I did enjoy when it comes to Biden saying, I'm sorry, I trusted the wrong people. I voted yes for the worst war in modern times. Bernie Sanders was also in the House. He heard the exact same intelligence reports. Yes. He listened to the exact same people and he voted no. So you would think that that would be an indicator that perhaps he has more scruples and more of an ability to judge when people are spinning a bunch of BS as opposed uh, to telling the truth. And of course, the Iraq war was nothing but uh, BS and RIP to everyone uh, that we lost uh, in that war. But watching Biden just sort of nonchalantly lie about all that stuff and Bernie having no real attack in him to refute those lies. I was like, ah, I, I see what this is. It doesn't matter that it doesn't matter that Bernie is is able to uh, recite his campaign or his his campaign policies that he's that he's proposing. Right. Biden is the nominee because people have decided lo- a long time ago. Certain you know people in the establishment and the elderly votes. You know the people that have been coming out in huge numbers. Mm-hmm. This has been decided long ago. And you know well, what? But I you know what's so I interesting? I, I didn't anticipate it for some reason. You know what's so interesting when it comes to the older vote? You would think that Bernie Sanders' policies would be something that they would be more in line with. Medicare for all, expansion of Medicare, Medicaid. However, for them, I think the uh, S-word, socialist, they still harken back to the Cold War. They've been through a whole different uh, life basically an entire different political life than we have had here because the cold war for us you know what it ended when i was what 10 11 it was really something that was in history books before i never lived in the cold war in real time in the 80s i mean at this point it was already uh, sort of escalating down and we saw the the russian the ussr economy was collapsing so i never really experienced it and obviously socialism and communism sort of meld into the minds of many people and we're going to talk about china as well in this episode so perhaps that had something to do well, with the older vote going to joe biden but i will say this about biden's speech after florida i think he did do a better job that Hillary, then Hillary Clinton did. And the only reason I'm making the comparison is because we've sort of been talking about how Biden is Hillary 2.0. If you just look at the policies, as I said on stage in Orlando, Joe Biden is Hillary Clinton without the dick. Um, he really is an establishment person. The one thing that Hillary and Bernie were not able to do was coalesce their coalitions. The one thing that they just totally failed to recognize was that if they want to win, if the Democratic candidate wants to win in the general, Bernie's going to have to give up. He's going to have to do a better job of releasing uh, his voters to feel vindicated or to feel less guilty about supporting his opponent. And, And Hillary needed to do a better job of saying, hey, open up the doors let's try to let's let's talk about medicare expansion let's talk about education reform uh, let's talk about criminal justice reform these kinds of things that bernie sanders was really nailing home hillary did a there was so much bad blood that they weren't able to come together at all and i feel like that bad blood trickled down to their uh, supporters biden did a better job after florida uh, giving a press conference it was just him and again his wife surprised him at the end <laughs> which i don't know why he never thinks she's gonna be there but she is there jill is gonna be there joe so just don't be surprised when you see your wife uh if you watch that video at the end he is uh, it's it's not a bad speech by joe again in the context of joe biden not a bad speech for joe biden but again his wife just startled him uh like she was in his blind side the entire time and he almost had a heart attack so he could be just like bernie but the one thing that he did do that was better he spoke about the the progressive ideas and policies that that bernie has been putting forth for the past four years and i think that he realized 
2016 was a lost opportunity for Hillary to get that vote, to get those supporters. It's not a lark. It's not it's not a group of people that are easily just going to go with the alternative and just say, OK, never Trump. It's not that kind of people. It's not that kind of voter. Um, they're very idealistic. So I do want to give him credit. I think that he attempted to reach across the aisle quicker and better than Hillary did, and that is exactly what he had to do. Look, if the Democratic establishment wants the peanut shell that is Joe Biden to be president, and they want to maintain this sort of facade that, and you know, have control over the this person that is their candidate, he needs to basically absorb Bernie Sanders' policies, like pretty much take the Bernie Sanders. Uh, policies writ large and and tool them into his his uh, his campaign because yes. he is not going to there's a large portion of those people who were going to vote for Bernie that have become absolutely disaffected for the second time who sure. are not going to come out for and, Biden and then of course if they choose not to and this is the, I'm not even going to shame those people I am of absolutely the mind not. where I say a politician they have to earn your vote and if you disagree with them Please get out there and vote. I don't care who you vote for. Go Green Party. Go Reform, Libertarian, whatever. Um, it is up to up to the candidate to court the to court your vote. But if Joe Biden does do a good enough job, I do think that those people are going to have to uh, look at Donald Trump and say, "Do we want four more years of divisive, mostly rhetoric and divisive, uh, just overall lack?" of stability when it comes to the institution of government, which is why I think the pandemic that we're going through right now is hitting so much harder than it needs to because people are also not just scared of the virus, but they don't have trust that the government knows what they're doing. And so we're seeing people um, react in ways that might not otherwise be the case. For example, Donald Trump referring to it as the Chinese virus. Now, obviously it did begin in China. China is saying that the CIA planted it. Iran is like, it's the Americans that created it. All of this really clouding the water. I'm just going to call it nonsense. Um, but to call it the Chinese virus on Twitter in, 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 a, in a country like ours, which has a lot of Chinese people, as we're seeing a spat of violence against uh, Asian Americans. Obviously, I think these stories get highlighted, um, but rightfully so, because after 9-11, you saw what happened to the uh, Muslim community in this country. And in many cases, people weren't even attacking uh, the proper minority groups, as we saw with the Sikh temple shooting in Wisconsin. The guy thought he was, he was like, they're all Muslim. He's like, you got it all wrong. Um, so when it comes to the president, it would be nice if we had a president that tried to unify as opposed to divide in that with his rhetoric, specifically in this case, on Twitter. And yeah, if you're like trying to rationalize the use of Chinese virus or Wuhan virus, like, well, they start, you're not in the fucking CIA. You're not in the, you know, you're not controlling the levers. You're just, you're just spreading the words Chinese virus to people that are perhaps maybe more vulnerable to these kind of types of propaganda sure. and might be yeah. more openly hostile towards Asian people. That's all you're doing. You're not yes. making a grand statement on behalf of the United States of America. Definitely not. And I think that's the problem. We're going to go through some of Joe Biden's policies here as well. And again, uh, that's kind of the pivot point here for the Democratic Party. If they want to get the tent as big as possible, you're going to have to start filling it up now uh, because this is going to be this is going to be a very, very difficult difficult election for the democrats and don't be confused about it all you hear is the bad stuff on the news but you look at the polling data right now trump is doing a little bit better than obama was at this point and as we saw with obama he beat a guy named mitt romney mitt romney an establishment dude joe biden an establishment dude this is right up Trump's alley when it comes to having a nemesis that he can point to as being an elitist. So and this is not a shoe in by any stretch of the imagination. What further complicates this, too, is, you know, speaking of the elderly and everyone being so afraid of the word socialism. Well, now we're facing the very real situation where the Trump administration 
is adopting UBI. Yeah, absolutely. Mitt Romney was actually the one who who suggested it. He said $1,000 a month for people in this country who are currently out of work. Hundreds of thousands, millions of people out of work right now. My heart is breaking for all of you. And just to give a little bit of uh, international data on the coronavirus, there's currently 231,000 cases, uh, 9,390 deaths, and the recovered are 86,261. So as you can see there, the death rates it's pretty high. It's about 10 times higher than the flu. And we just don't know the numbers here yet in America. We are so flying we are blind. The, we, have, we don't have enough tests. And so the idea that there's 8,000 whatever tested and then, you know, certain states seem like they may be in the hundreds of thousands. Well, certain. what's interesting is it's not universal, right? We well, have, no, because we have that's three not the states. way that the virus is Right. We have three traveling. states. We have three states that are mostly hit that are the most hit by the virus. And within those three states, it's 10 counties. And within those 10 counties, it tends to be institutions, retirement homes. Uh, we haven't seen any jails or prisons hit yet, but expect that to be happening. It's sort of one of the ironies of shelter in place. There is no greater shelter in place than prison. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, it is very dangerous when you are stuck in between the walls as the coronavirus can live for many days on surfaces, 72 hours, I believe. Uh, so we'll see. It's going to continue to rise. We're on the incline. The markets are going to start stabilizing at some point, maybe go down to 50, maybe drop a few more points, maybe like 10 to 20 more points, and that'll be like 9-11 levels, yeah. 1987 uh, levels as well. It, it is going to rebound, uh, but it is going to take a long time, and that's the thing with people right now. They are just uncertain because they're concerned that the U.S. government doesn't know what they're doing, and it's hard to get the message back because the Trump administration, he started calling by calling it a hoax. That was only a week ago. That was a week ago, right? That was only a week ago. And that's because evidently he was listening to Jared Kushner. There's an interesting documentary on Netflix right now called Dirty Money, which it's if it, it, it it's only good money if it's dirty. And it talks about the Kushner family, it talks about their so, atrocious record as landlords, slumlords, and apparently Jared Kushner and Stephen Miller. This is a little bit, I'm not sure if this is 100% factual, but this is sort of what's going on around the rumor mill. Apparently, Trump looked to the beautiful head of Stephen Miller and to just the strange, strange, lipless face of Jared Kushner and took their advice and both of them said it was a hoax and Donald Trump just went right to Twitter and that is going to be very difficult for him now to walk back uh, despite the fact he's giving press conferences and obviously we have Dr. Fossey out there uh, we have the naval vessels coming Fauci. in Fauci uh, we have the naval vessels coming in uh, to New York San Francisco and Los Angeles still the American people the first message is always one of the, is always the most important message, and the first message was, "What? What?" And uh, it's a hoax. And then everyone was, or then many people began to realize it's not. And because of that, the American people and the markets uh, got hit very hard. And that's why when he declared a national state of emergency, yes. the markets were finally like, "Oh my God, he recognized us. Senpai recognized we have a virus." Uh, that is very dangerous. Did you... So it mildly stabilized the markets momentarily. So... Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Last week, I, I mean, probably maybe on Friday or Saturday, I think uh, Tucker Carlson 
went Ooh, on. Ooh, talk. He and he officially. He oh my is, God, Fox News, by the way, is a hilarious. If you want to do the side by sides, this is a great time to do it. Yes, this is an amazing time to go back uh, only like seven or eight days ago. Literally. This is yet another attempt to impeach the president. And sadly, it seems they care very little for any of the destruction they are leaving in their wake. We must test for the virus in order to stop the spread of it. What could be a very great recession, some predicting even a depression. At worst, worst case scenario, it could be the flu. I feel like the more I learn about this, the less there is to worry about. I was about to say the same thing. We don't have immunity to this virus. It's a new virus. It's a pandemic strain of a virus we haven't seen before. All the talk about coronavirus being so much more deadly doesn't reflect reality. Without a vaccine, the flu would be far more deadly. We are facing an incredibly contagious and dangerous virus that is moving across the world from one hotspot to another. We're going to call out anyone and everyone who's using this virus as a political weapon against the president. The standard flu every single year kills tens of thousands of Americans. We are now entering what will be the crucial defining 15-day period as it, as it relates to this virus. Um, but uh, Tucker Carlson went on, and I think he, you know, unsurprisingly, he was the voice of reason that got through to Trump or one of the many voices at least in his administration where he said hey this is not uh, a joke this is not some uh, hoax and then that was when Trump did his garden press conference I don't know if you watched this this was last I watch them all this was last Friday and he stood on the the White House garden the Rose garden yeah with uh, basically 10 white guys from Walgreens and Walmart and Costco and uh, fucking Build a Bear workshop. All right, don't diss Build a Bear, okay? They but build you Build a Bear. He he just like glad handed all these these corporate heads, and they basically offered to let you uh, use their parking lots to uh, to get their to get your tests done when well the when U.S. Those government come through. When it comes to these things, it really is a private sector issue. Mostly, the U.S. government has only around five hundred million bucks allocated for these kinds of things. Now, all of a sudden, because it's a state of emergency, those coffers are wide open and. And the U.S. government is able to work with private businesses a lot easier. Uh, Carnival Cruise Lines has said, hey, come on, we'll use our cruises if we need more quarantine. What's more fun than that? Have the shrimp. But the, the U.S. Navy is now activating two hospital ships. They're called the Mercy and Comfort to provide medical services during this pandemic. Their converted super tankers will provide trauma care as a backup to land hospitals, uh, caring for victims of the virus. And again, we just don't know how big this is going to get. Um, some of the estimations I've seen is probably about a million people. So you figure if we're looking at about 10% uh, death rate, 100,000 people uh, potentially could die. Uh, significant numbers and obviously our heart goes out to anyone that is struggling uh, with the virus right now or who has a family member uh, that is struggling right now with the virus. But the U.S. Navy is activating two of these ships. The USNS Mercy is based in San Diego and the USNS Comfort is based in Norfolk, Virginia. Under normal conditions, these two ships sit dockside and are manned for only basic maintenance uh, but now they have been activated and they are at full strength with each ship having 71 crew members 1200 doctors nurses and other medical specialists L perhaps a little bit too late but nonetheless it is a good thing that the u.s military is sending these ships over uh, I've seen construction companies have said that they're going to start giving their, their masks away, their gloves uh, to the medical professionals. Uh, there's going to be no more um, elected surgery. So if you want to fix your eyeballs or whatever people get elected surgery for, if you have effed up teeth or if you just want to have, if you just want to make your butt look like, uh, look like Caitlyn Jenner's because, you know, we talk about Kim's butt, but what about Caitlyn's? You're not going to be able to get your your prosthetic. You're not going to be able to get your plastic surgery for a little while. The boobies are going to have to stay the same. It's very sad because I was going to I was looking to add a third testicle, uh, but that's canceled. You can get a back alley uh, like a back alley a third. cement mixer <laughs> fill in job. Yes. So people are coming together, and I do want to say that is one of the positive things. Obviously, there might not be coming together physically as much, but uh, when it comes to these institutions coming together, the medical institutions, the private institutions coming together, the U.S. government coming together. Uh, I think at this point they're doing they're certainly doing a hell of a lot better than where we were, as Travis said, 
just over a week ago when Trump was calling it a hoax. Yeah, that's not a that's not super uh, inspiring confidence, though, that just a week ago that the Trump that Trump was saying that this wasn't really happening when in by the end of all this, this will have made more or, you know, if not more, at least equal the amount of change in our country that 9-11 did like this will radically change the shape and everything that's going on in our country. We're about to basically change the shape of the economy, uh, change how people interact with the government. Um, this is a very this is a moment that is vulnerable for grifters. You know, like the Boeing is basically coming to the White House now and saying, "Give us billions of dollars to bail us out. Make that the priority as opposed to uh, the actual people who need economic economic stimulus right now." A lot of companies who did not save for a crisis like this are saying again. Oh, that's right. We don't need. We didn't need to have a savings account. We could just go back to the government and say bail us out again. One point five trillion dollars currently uh, being sent as a bit of a stimulus uh, to the economy, attempting to uh, sort of steal up a little bit, kind of stop the hemorrhaging a little bit uh, when it comes to what's going on. And again, if you are if you are looking for a way into the economy, this is one of the silver linings. It's a it's a good time uh, to get involved in the economy. Again, it's going to go down a little bit, most likely, but it will rebound naturally up. And that's going to be interesting when it comes to timing, uh, because it is possible it rebounds right around November. Well, that's so uh, this whole thing will so be great the, timing for the, the people, the thousands of people who are currently losing their jobs. I don't know if they're millions looking, of I'm people. I'm not sure if they're millions. looking for stock tips right now, but. Well, uh, people, this is this, this is, is a great time to uh, to it get is. on E Trade from your your cardboard box and no, it, but it really and is get those free assets. It really is because you know that's that is one of the ways that you can you know increase increase your wealth for the future for sure, especially people of our age in our thirties. Uh, that is a good thing to do. So don't count that out when we're talking about. Uh, finding silver linings here in what's happening uh, nationally as we all hunker in to our homes and hopefully have a PS4 and play an immense amount of video games. I just finished Days Gone, and it has a happy ending. So that was I'm watching nice. The Leftovers. Well, is that a like a like a TV show? I really hope it's a TV show. You've never seen The Leftovers? This is no. not. This is a HBO show about the rapture. No, I'm so stupid. I I had an option to get one of those one of those special networks. You know. I got Showtime. <laughs> I got. What, I don't know why. What are you watching on Showtime? I wanted to watch Inside the NFL, and then I realized Showtime has nothing. I don't know. Showtime has nothing, and HBO has everything, and I got Showtime. I think they have Homeland on Showtime. Yes, Homeland the, is the, on Showtime. In the first season of that, compelling. <sighs> I don't know. Either way, that is the response right now. Uh, when it comes to the coronavirus going forward, hopefully this will be shorter uh, than longer. But we are in. We just don't know. We just don't have the data. We've got about. And it would have been nice if the Chinese government. We don't want to fall down the the same hole. We're trying to basically not do as bad as Italy did when it comes to catching this. Italy was still partying for a while. We're we're behind, but also. We're behind, but also taking it a little bit more seriously than they did for a little while. I don't know if you saw the video of the Italians being like, hey, don't wait as long as we did. And now well, it, it was a bit interesting. Obviously, it was all Did you see Italian, that CBS but. video of the kids at spring break right now? No, I didn't see this. We should C play this. We should play this. Yeah, I, I would love to hear. Now, this will make your blood boil, though. All right. So Travis is pulling up a video of kids at spring break. Again, cheap time to travel. I don't know if it's worth the risk, though. Just going to say right, that. Let's play this audio. It's pretty good. If I get Corona, I get Corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip. <laughs> two, three months. So we're just not even having a good time. Oh, the you. Happens. Like it's really messing up with my spring break. What is there to do here other than go to the bars or the beach and they're closing all of it? It's really messing up. I think they're blowing it way out of proportion. I think it's doing way too much. Doing us bad. We need a refund. This virus ain't that serious. It's serious. It's more serious things out there like hunger and poverty. And we need to address yes, that. 
Yeah, I mean, we planned this a long time ago, and it was kind of up in the air if we still go, but, like, we're here. I just turned uh, 21 this year, so I'm here to party, so it's kind of disappointing. But we're just making the most of it. We met these other people in our little Airbnb spot, so we're just hanging out with them and trying to get drunk before everything closes. All right, there you go. Living the for the moment. You know, we're going to The power of youth. But we, that is, when you're, when you, <laughs> when you are 21 years old, you've been playing in spring break two months. Oh sure, that's a long time. That oh, might sure. as well be in thirty-eight years in 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 thirty-eight year old years yeah. or time. That might as well be two years. Aren't we gonna feel like real jackasses when we find out that the cure to COVID nineteen is like nine shots of Fireball? Hey, like, buddy, they, they're 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 gonna be the on the cusp <laughs> of medical science down there. They really they really could be. Well, but but uh, on a on a much grimmer note, uh, thirty-four hundred confirmed deaths in Italy. Con- Confirmed deaths. Confirmed. 3,400. Okay, so despite the fact that those kids are having so much fun on spring break, and I do actually admire their youth. I, I don't know. I may have been right along there with them in 17 years ago, perhaps. But we do have, uh, as Travis just said, uh, 3,400 deaths in Italy. So be very careful. And what else did you want to say, Travis? Well, you know, this is going to... Speaking of, like, what if we feel stupid? What if this moment is... <laughs> what if what if Trump is responsible for the New Deal for 2020? It's po- you know that's the interesting thing, man. The fact that Mitt Romney and this is and then I'm going to go on. To, I want to talk about Joe Biden's uh, policies because this is something that we're going to have to get into uh, over the next few months here when it comes to Joe Biden. One of the interesting things is the Trump administration, spearheaded by Mitt Romney, has been channeling their inner Andrew Yang. And talking about giving $1,000 to people who are suffering. I want the people at Skinny Dennis, Carmine's, my my two favorite bars uh, here in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Uh, there's GoFundMes for the people that have the bars at Skinny Dennis and all the other places uh, that you can donate to in many local places. Uh, that is one of the great things about new technology. If you do have a favorite watering hole and you know your favorite bartender and waitress uh, is out of, or, uh, out of work, please find a way to get them some money uh, if you can if you have a little bit more to spare if you have a little bit more of a nest egg we got to help these people out but it is very interesting uh to see the democratic party i believe it was it, it was kamala harris, kamala who, harris who responded to mitt romney's proposal of one thousand i i will say mitt romney's one thousand dollar proposal was a one-time check yes. of a thousand dollars yes 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 of course kamala harris then was like actually uh check this out how about five hundred dollars and uh Actually, we're going to means test it. So if your income falls into a certain bracket, you get less than $500. How about that, yo? She flipped her back. She got her hat backwards and we were off the race. You know, but. uh, (sighs) Well, Kamala Harris. And again, Joe Biden has said that he will choose a woman. I personally am an advocate for Stacey Abrams out of Georgia. I'm a big Stacey fan. Love the Stace. Um, So that's what I'm an advocate for. I just Kamala Harris to me. When you Kamala Harris to me is the definition of a uh, of a politician really desperately trying to distance themselves from who they are as a person. Yes, she does not believe any of these things. Uh, she is she is a very aggressive prosecutor in California. She's put a hell of a lot of people behind bars. Uh, it's like a kink.com video. Uh, there is a lot going on when it comes to Kamala Harris that is completely out of line uh, with the Democratic Party. So yeah. that's this is all we're just seeing. Like she she just. Because it's not her true self, it resonates to the American people. The one thing about politics is when the spotlight's on you, it really does show who you really are. And yeah. if you're not being authentic, uh, then the there, American people can tell. But there is something that is really interesting in a silver lining way about this whole Democratic nominee presidential race thing that's been happening is that there has been a competition of ideas. And some of these ideas have been sort of lingering like a specter. You know, Andrew Yang dropped out, you know, yeah. now long ago, relatively. But now that idea of the UBI yep. has been bandied about so much that it is just sort of something you can take from the ether yep. and say, hey, we're going to use this. Absolutely. And now there is a bidding war. Um, you know, Kamala Harris says her 
her pittance of $500 or less. Uh, Mitt Romney says the one-time $1,000. Then we have, you know, Bernie Sanders is proposing $2,000 a month indefinitely. And then you have people like Cory Booker, actually, and Sherrod Brown saying $4,500 a month, which is, I think, way better. I mean, not just in terms of the uh, the actual money amount, but in terms of what is more realistic uh, for the economic stimulus that we're going to need in, you know, a month, the two months, thing, three months. The one thing that Kamala Harris was correct about, though, I don't want to be giving wealthy people more money. And that's my same thing when it comes to free college if you got the money who cares i mean honestly who cares because we can't afford it okay we can figure that out later but i mean the real economic devastation that's about to happen that would be taking money from poor people if you if you give if you give a wealthy person I mean, another four four thousand five hundred bucks a month. They don't need it, so there's no point. What to I agree with, actually, a lot of like Republican senators that are talking about this right now is that it needs to happen now. Whereas a lot of like Pelosi is like saying we need to we need to actually figure this out and tool it, and it's like no, we the, people are losing their jobs actively right this second. That's true, and it is again in an economy. And I was talking about this in Orlando. This is why we need social safety nets. This is why we can't have a society that is three meals a day from a revolution. This is why we need people people need to have a nest egg and it's very difficult to do but going, when we see the wealth disparity in this country going that we back have to, right now uh you know trump possibly you know this idea of like could trump do the new deal which you know is a, a kind of a joke thing to say because he won't fully bring something that revolutionary and well-intentioned but um there is a possibility that he could be punked into giving us a good social safety net at well, least in this, even, in this I don't crisis. even think he would be punked. I mean, at this point, the Senate plan is more aggressive than the House plan that the Democrats passed. So you're right. I mean, I think the Republicans are taking this as an opportunity, again, because they're totally not tethered to any political ideology Absolutely at this not. point. Yeah, you're right. Um, so they say, okay, throw the money at them because this is going to be politically advantageous for us. Uh, it really could make uh, the Democrats – it could it could cost the Democrats one of the talking points yeah. that I think would be key to them. Like, and, of course, we don't want to be talking about these things in terms of talking points, but yeah. it's a political no, I mean, it's show and things, be get, uh, things um, get watered like, down. What are you good for if not being the party of, of looking out for the working class? Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. The savings rock when you find a new way to roll. Like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. All right. Well, let's move on here. Let's talk about Joe Biden's. But absolutely, the party of the working class. And I think there's a lot of working class people right now who are looking for someone uh, that isn't as uh, audacious as Donald Trump. And uh, perhaps Joe Biden uh, can get them back in his good graces as long again as he doesn't threaten to fight all of them as they question his rightfully question his policies. Joe should never get upset when someone questions his policies. That is the whole point of running for office. And he does have the air of just, it's meant to be me. I'm the former vice president. Yeah, we're just being like. people hate that. Hey, remember remember Ebola? Like, no, we're going to talk about this other thing, actually. Right. So let's go through some of of Joe Biden's uh, policies right now. You can find this on Politico. This is under Issues. Uh, criminal justice reform, uh, capital punishment, the death penalty. Uh, he says he wants to abolish the death penalty. I believe that that is the thing to do. It costs a lot of money to hold people on death row, not to mention the fact that we don't have the right medicine uh, to to pull off uh, these state-sanctioned murders. Uh, the electric chair, I believe, is actually up, to, uh, is now being used as an option. I forget what southern state it is, but they're out of all their drugs. 
And um, and so they're like, let's get back the electric chair. So they're blowing the dust off of that thing and taking away the the the, the crumbs left from the bodies that had been uh, on it before. Sometimes the old ways are the best ways. Sometimes. So I forget that state, but uh, there is a state. As a matter of fact, you can guess the region. Yeah, I believe it's in the south. So the death penalty, I, I am for abolishing it. Cash bail reform. He says, end it. Of course, again, this is where. We have to say how much of this is just political rhetoric attempting to get elected and how much of this actually has some meat. We have to hold these people accountable to their record. And this, speaking of 180s, speaking of 180s, holy hell, Joe Biden, this is this is definitely a 180 on criminal justice reform. He's kind of playing to the base here. And if he follows through with these things with the Trump administration, you know, when it comes to criminal justice reform, they have done quite a bit. So the Democrats have to do more. Yeah, they have to be better than Donald Trump on criminal justice reform, which isn't going to be easy. If so he, cash he, bail he, reform, end it. And again, we have seen I, I had this question asked uh, to me in uh, maybe it was Albany. And the question was regarding cash bail reform. And this is why it's so difficult. About 98 percent of the people that come out after being arrested um, don't reoffend. The two percent that do reoffend tend to be very violent, rapists, killers, and also we have to think about domestic abusers. Yeah. In this case, uh, there's a a coalition for uh, domestic abusers that does not like the cash bail because, in many ways, bail is the only way to keep these people away. Mostly men, let's be honest. Mostly men away from abusing uh, their spouses, but if they can just get out of jail that next day, there's really nothing that the the courts can do or the cops can do. So I understand it does have to be, it has to be measured like everything. None of these things can just be black and white. If you are a violent offender, I don't think that you should be able to get out the next day, especially in a, in a situation of domestic violence where the person is really, they tend to live together. The, the, the victim in this case is going to be completely compromised at all times if that person is allowed out of jail. So I understand it's a complex issue, but again, uh, we can figure out, we can have carve outs for cash bail reform. If they, if it is a violent offense, I'm sorry, it's a violent offense in society. We cannot trust that you're not going to reoffend. So you now have to stay in jail until trial. Um, but in the vast, vast, vast majority of cases, uh, people do not reoffend because they're not in there for violent crimes. So. Um, when it comes to cocaine sentencing disparities, and again, this he wants to scrap the disparity, and this was all in the fucking crime bill. All of the things that... <laughs> yeah. So this is really just... He's just scratching, like, we're just getting back to zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might as well just fucking change his name. He might as well just yes. be like Jack Reacher now. Or just change everything. If you're going to flip your entire thing, just put put on a Matthew Lesko suit. Oh, <laughs> old like, school. I love the question marks. <laughs> Mandatory minimum sentences reform, he says he wants to eliminate them. Private prisons, he wants to eliminate them. Uh, that That is his just sort of broad criminal justice uh, perspective. And again, they're going to have to go to the left on Donald Trump on this. And it's not going to be so easy when he has, you know, Kim Kardashian making those television ads, which is actually good about criminal justice reform. Kim Kardashian, I saw an ad where she was talking about criminal justice reform, and I said, you you work that butt, Kim, and, and you you get those people out of there. So at least she's using her popularity not just to sell makeup and make young girls feel inadequate and, and maybe making some girls feel adequate. I don't, I don't really know that world too much, obviously, um, but at least she's using her celebrity platform for good. But again, all of those things that we just discussed – Death penalty, abolish it, cash bail reform, end it, cocaine sentencing, disparity, scrap it, mandatory sentencing, eliminate it, private prisons, eliminate them. He was on the front lines of creating all of these things. Maybe he's had a change of heart and perhaps politically he will feel the writing is on the wall and he's got to do this, make this a huge cornerstone of his campaign and make this something that he gets done shortly if he is elected president so when it comes to the economy but again joe biden i believe it when i see it um but we have to let, let's just try to not be too cynical here uh, when it comes to the economy minimum wage raise the federal minimum wage to 15 dollars an hour uh, i am fine with that for large cor corporations it becomes a little bit more difficult when it comes to small businesses um, because then the raise the 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 
the amount of money that you pay per employee has to exponentially raise because you can't pay a porter $15 an hour and then expect your chef to be happy with $20 an hour. Everything does raise, and it makes it very difficult for small businesses. Um, but the vast majority of employers in this country, the largest being Walmart, they could easily afford $15 an hour. Dare I say probably 30 No question. No question about it. Paid leave, this is a very good thing. Indicate support for paid family and sick leave. Uh, this administration has put forward uh, some federal paid leave, family leave, but it cuts out about four-fifths of people who are currently working. And then when it comes to reparations, Joe's on it. You know what he says? He's going to study it. they're going to study reparations and again the question is what does reparations look like does it look like a ubi my my opinion on this is reparations looks like when you legalize marijuana you give it to the communities that were most devastated by the war on drugs you you give the licenses first to those communities we had on a, a great proponent of that uh he was out in california we interviewed him what was that a month ago or so yes um and so it, it is a wonderful wonderful idea difficult to implement but when we talk about reparations everyone's like how do you do it that is one way that you can do it and that also would uh add to employment in those communities and hopefully change the cycle of poverty in this country, which is so difficult to stop. Right. And this is the same guy who uh, very recently just said he does not care about the basically the plight of student debts or anything like if you can't if you can't sympathize with just people actually being like crushed under the weight of student debt, how are you going to resident you know how are you going to recognize the plight of uh, african americans who have who have asked for reparations for hundreds of years well i guess the question when it comes to student debt the a way to offset it is to get it's to get incomes back up right when we people haven't seen raises since the freaking 80s you know the average income is still what 40k something like that i mean it is has it hasn't increased at all meanwhile everything around us has increased Super simple, basic uh, example, a, a Snickers used to be a quarter and now it's a dollar. I mean, it's like co- college used to be a quarter. Now it's a buck. When Bernie Sanders talks about college, how expensive college is and forgiving student loan debt, it's because it's immoral to charge this much uh, for people to go get an education. It creates the wealth disparity. It creates the massive uh, education disparity that we see in this country. And that is colleges are one of the major reasons why we've seen such a spread in inequality in this country because it can only be given only certain people can go Uh, but again when it comes to free colleges i don't want to pay for wealthy kids college so that's another thing that you would have to figure out and carve out it has to be for people who truly need it i'm not paying for jared kushner's college Joe Biden, uh, his views on charter schools, he is against for-profit charter schools. The only reason that we have charter schools in this country is because we have a horrible way of funding our schools. We need to start funding all of our schools. All of the money of each state needs to be allocated equally amongst all school districts. We must stop funding schools based on zip code because all that does, you got lower income. Uh, people, you're going to have less money for their schools. You got higher income people, you're going to have more money for their schools. That needs to end. And then we don't even have this charter school discussion. Cost of college, he wants two years to be free, which is just like, it's just, he's just saying that. <laughs> Student debt expand or fix existing debt relief programs, teacher pay, boost teacher pay. And the only way to do that, in my opinion, is we need to get the teachers' union back up and going and strong and i'm not like pro union across the board but when it comes to public sector unions like the teachers union they need to have a hell of a lot more power and the bureaucrats that are sucking up all the money that should be going to our children need to um they need to go we need to evaporate the bureaucracy give the money to the teachers because that is the only way we are going to have intelligent healthy smart kids and as we're seeing now with the coronavirus up uh coronavirus epidemic as well new york had to keep schools open we didn't have to but de blasio chose to not for education but for food yes isn't that the fact that we have children in this country that need to go to school not to learn to read or to do uh, math which god knows i can't do um but to eat we're not even like they're going into school 
we, we you got to have to be fed just to do those things. Yes. And so we're like starting. These kids are just starting so far behind the finish line or behind the starting line. It's impossible for them to get to the finish line, graduate high school. I remember maybe having going to, to college. I remember having to during summer having to walk to school to get uh, to get lunches from That's, from the lunchroom when the school was closed. Absolutely. How do we live in a country where childhood obesity is devastating our youth, and then also starvation? And again, that is. Because of lack of healthy foods, uh, food deserts, and just people not having maybe the education it would take in order to eat healthier and also not having the access to healthy foods. And again, it is a uh, systemic issue specifically when it comes to poverty. Speaking of which, uh, the Trump administration yesterday moved ahead with uh, plans to kick 700,000 people off of food stamps, even amidst the coronavirus uh, pandemic. (laughs) <laughs> and of course, we see what's going on Jesus. still with immigration. ICE is, is ramping up arrests as well as many of these people who are here undocumented go to the hospitals. And ICE is there waiting to detain them even before they get uh, medical assistance. Uh, that is, I mean, you know, the people on the chopping block here are, are the people that need the help the most. And uh, it really is, that really is sad. But I just see it's, it is an interesting time to see that. Trump can be bullied into doing social welfare, but left to his own devices, he will just continue to be this malicious uh, monster. So it's like the more pressure well, put be- on him by the certain because right. corporations are coming from one side, his you know his worst uh, his base instincts are coming from another side, and then Democrats are you know fidgeting on uh on things that could potentially help people now yeah you have to bully trump because he's he's doing something right and fleshy right now he's when you're fighting a boss in a game and the boss turns red that's when you can hit him this is when he shows his belly like king hippo this is trump showing his king hippo belly right now yes you gotta hit him now to make the actual social welfare changes that we need in this country yeah and of course when it comes to uh the minimum wage, just going back to that briefly, these large corporations, Target, Walmart, the massive, massive uh, employers of this country, they don't care that their employees are just above, if not at, or slightly below the poverty line, because then a lot of those people also collect uh, food stamps, and then those people go shop at their stores. It really is a nasty, vicious cycle. And of course, for the Republicans, Trump will say, well, I just got 700,000 people off of uh, welfare. It's going to be I guess I want to say uh, perverted. Yes. It's it's going to be perverted as a success story. Yes. Uh, when in reality, you've just really devastated people. And that's another reason why we have kids who need to go to school, not to learn, but to eat. Something's wrong with that. Campaign finance. Joe Biden says he wants unlimited spending. Should not be allowed. He doesn't want unlimited spending, which doesn't mean anything because we've got the super PACs anyway. When it comes to nuclear, nuclear, I don't care if I say it wrong <laughs> because I actually say it wow. right. Nuclear power, he says he supports developing new nuke technologies as part of an effort to fight climate change. I actually agree with that because then we can get off of oil and gas and it can be done safely. Uh, Things have been improved and uh, we won't necessarily have a guaranteed Chernobyl situation if we do go to nuclear energy. And a lot of people politically, it sounds very strange. So a lot of politicians don't say it, but a lot of scientists believe that that's what we should be doing. He also wants to reduce carbon emissions. And uh, the only way that he has right now on his website to do that is to tax carbon emissions but as we saw with the obama administration these companies can just pay the tax yes and then all that does is trickle down to the consumer so we need to have real penalties other than just monetary penalties for these corporations um, as they continue to pollute our oceans our rivers our lakes our clean water supply as we're seen in flint and places not the flint is the it's like it's the example but this is going on in, in so many cities all across this country Uh, as these corporations run roughshod over the environment. He talks about farm economy. He wants to strengthen enforcement, um, but stop short of trust busting when it comes to farming. Farming and climate change, he wants to pay farmers to adopt climate change-friendly practices. I was talking about this in Orlando. When it comes to environmentalists, farmers are super environmentalist. You know, that's like one of the interesting ironies. They tend to vote Republican, but because of social issues. But they are so pro-environment. They're the ones who are realizing that their crops aren't coming up the same way. They're super pissed at Monsanto. They they hate um, the, the way that the corporate farm setup is, how polluting it is, how the animals are treated. They are super environmentalist. 
And um, if the Democratic Party could just reach out to them and embrace them on that level and vice versa, that could be a coalition that used to be there for the Democrats. Farmers used to be Democrats. Not, and I'm not talking, you know, before 64. This is like the 80s and the 90s. Um, rights for farm owners and workers. So uh, we will go on next week. We'll talk more about his. Well, I guess we can talk a little bit about his gun background check. Just lastly, he says uh, he would support a voluntary buyback program. He is in favor of universal background checks and in favor of a national firearm registry. None of those things are controversial, as a matter of fact. And uh, none of those things in the minds of many people, especially for groups like the parents of the Newtown kids, every town uh, for gun safety. But nowhere will you notice in his gun control um, little list of positions here does he mention uh, doing away with AR-15s or anything like that, which, of course, what he, that's what he was confronted on by that union worker. And then he said, you're full of shit, Jack. And then he said, I'll go outside with your ass, which I have never heard that before in my life. But now, of course, we have a man of the people. That is Joe Biden. Uh, he is uh, he wants to a uh, legal entry. He wants to leave the statute in place. He wants to get DACA back, which I agree with. Uh, he opposes Medicare for all, but would expand coverage, drug costs, linking to overseas prices. He wants to build on the ACA's foundation. Uh, abortion. He wants some limits on abortion. So there you go. A little bit of the policy breakdown of Joe Biden, and we will talk more in depth about his policies. What do they actually look like now that he is the presumptive Democratic nominee? Um, it's it's Trump and Biden. So, and you know, Tulsi just endorsed Tulsi him. Tulsi just endorsed him. And she said, she said, I'm confident Joe Biden will lead the nation, uh-huh. guided by the spirit of Aloha. Aloha, I I, I love it. Uh, when I was out in Orlando, there was a there was a few Tulsi T-shirts. People really liked her, um, a few of them anyway, a little older older gentleman, and I think Cuban because of her stance uh, against Castro and things like that. But yeah, so that's where we're at right now, folks. It is a, it is a Biden-Trump uh, battle. Uh, we will see. Biden has said he will choose a woman uh, to be his vice president. I always find it to be mildly condescending. I, I just, like, I will choose a woman. I promise. It's like, okay, great. It's also like... He sh- it should, it should. I mean, ever we've gone backwards since Geraldine Ferraro. Yeah, like we've gone backwards since she was on the ticket. I feel like it was a less less of a deal then uh, than it is now. And now it's still just like we're gonna get a, a female VP the candidate. Most pandery thing you can do. At the same but, time, I want someone like Stacey. I want Stacey yeah, Abrams. So but, I, no, but, but the the way in which it was deployed. Yes, that's uh, that's Biden all. is like. Tell me, please, just tell me what to wear. Tell me what to say. Yeah. What do you want me to do to be president? Because I just, I only want that. I don't care what I have to say or what I have to do. Right. Well, it would be nice uh, to have a president who does not uh, tweet from the toilets every day. Uh, so that would be, in, it, in, it, in that alone, uh, Joe Biden has uh, has my, uh, yeah, Joe- has, has much more of my support. Um, but he needs, he needs to prove it and... Um, he did look better. I, I thought he was going to totally meltdown in the debate oh, he, with, he Biden, had, he uh, had with a, Bernie, rather. But it was they didn't. Neither of them died, which literally could have happened. Yes, and <laughs> Joe, so, Joe Biden got to shout out his very good friend Jack the Ripper. I don't know if you remember. I that. didn't see that part. Uh, he he, got, he gave Jack the Ripper a good shout out. Good. So that bodes well. Great. Um, man, yeah, he had it. He had a. Uh, a moment of clarity on that stage and then i'm sure he like walked into a janitor's closet right after that but yes all right well just lastly i told you i have some gossip andrew gillum he was the former democratic gubernatorial candidate uh he uh he's going to go into a rehabil- a rehabilitation program um he uh he was hanging out with some people and uh evidently um he uh he uh he got into some drugs and then one of the guys uh he died he called this a wake-up call for him he says he's pledging to quote heal fully and show up uh in the world as a more complete person he says i witnessed my father suffer from alcoholism and i know the damaging effects it can have when untreated i also know that alcoholism is often a symptom of deeper struggles which is true so perhaps he can use this and uh use it as a learning experience and you look at the mayor of boston who was a former alcoholic who came out and really use that as the cornerstone of his campaign 
the former Tallahassee mayor said he had too much to drink, but was not under the influence of methamphetamines. But he was busted with someone who was overdosing on crystal meth. So who who knows? Um, but of course, we all have to take care of ourselves. And uh, and hopefully this is a wake up call uh, for Gillum. All politics aside, he's just a human being. We all make mistakes. Uh, so hopefully uh, he can come out the other side and be better. And obviously, you know, we all suffer from uh, whatever it is, whether it be addiction uh, to God knows what food, alcohol, drugs. Um, so hang in there. And if you are looking to quit drugs, as I was talking about on stage as well, or alcohol, or just give it a break, uh, you know, don't, you can do it. Uh, I did dry January, which was a big deal for me. That was the most I didn't drink in 26 years. And I was concerned that uh, people weren't going to like me. And I was worried that bartenders were going to tell me to get out like I was a big old mean cat. But everyone was super supportive. So just remember, people like you for you, not for the drugs that you do. So take care of yourself, folks. And uh, we will be back next week and definitely have a lot more to talk about. Hopefully, Travis and I are not coughing profusely and bleeding from our oh, eyes. I don't know what the we effects are, are. We are super, gr- you know, we have such a good situation and all this. Who knew that podcasters would <laughs> the be, dream job would of the, be future. the safest job <laughs> in this economy? Yeah. My yeah. God. My God. Well, hang in there, everyone. And if you know someone with a GoFundMe, shoot them my way. I'll try to, uh, I'll try to, to blare it out there and, and try to get more support because the people in the service industry, a lot of these jobs that people don't even acknowledge exist. Yeah. A lot of the people you walk by and just say, oh, whatever, that's the that's the delivery guy or whatever. You know, rec- just see those people. It, just see them as all I'm saying. Like, see the person working in the behind the kitchen. See the person washing the dishes. Just realize that, you know, the one interesting thing about this, this has brought the world together. It, it, do- it shows how porous our society is, yes. how profoundly connected we all are. Yes. You are connected to every single person in your community in some way. And now, and now we are all looking towards each other because our leaders are completely out of their minds. Couldn't agree more. Um, all right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.